0: Welcome to the Monday edition of Transformation Radio. Tell you now it is the way she you around, some frailty. Yes, I felt I knew that the truth, the truth, the light. It's Jesus Christ in Him we trust He is the truth, the life and the way Give him my life.
1: Now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of Colossians, chapter 2, verses 8 through 23. The Apostle Paul writes against any philosophy of life based only on human ideas and experiences. Paul himself was a gifted philosopher, so he's not condemning philosophy, no. He's condemning teaching that credits humanity, not Christ, with being the answer to life's problems. That approach becomes a false religion. I mean, there are so many man made approaches to life's problems that totally disregard God. To resist heresy, you must use your mind, keep your eyes on Christ, and study God's Word. Jewish males we'll read about today were circumcised as a sign of the uh, Jews' covenant with God. Now, with the death of Christ, circumcision was no longer necessary. So now our commitment to God is written on our heart, not our body. Christ sets us free from our evil desires. By a spiritual operation, not a bodily one, God removes the old nature and gives us a new nature. And now let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. October sixth The New Testament Colossians chapter two verses eight through twenty three. Don't let anyone capture you, Colossians, with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and and from the spiritual powers of this world, rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God, who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins, and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us, and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, He disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by His victory over them on the cross. So don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink, or for not celebrating certain holy days or new moon ceremonies or Sabbaths. For these rules are only shadows of the reality yet to come, and Christ Himself is that reality. Don't let anyone condemn you, by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels, saying they have had visions about these things. Their sinful minds have made them proud, and they are not connected to Christ, the head of the body. For He holds the whole body together with its joints and ligaments, and it grows as God nourishes it. You have died with Christ, and He has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world. So why do you keep on following the rules of the world, such as don't handle, don't taste, don't touch? Such rules are mere human teachings about things that deteriorate as we use them. These rules may seem wise, because they require strong devotion, pious self-denial, and severe bodily discipline. But they provide no help in conquering a person's evil desires. And now from the book of Psalms, Psalm 78, verses 1 through 31. The people of Israel rebelled and were not faithful to God. They forgot about the miracles God had done and put God to the test by making demands of Him. They lied to Him, tried to flatter Him, and continued to turn away from Him even after He did great works on their behalf. But well, God recorded these painful and shameful truths in His Word so that we today can avoid the same errors. Now, when David became king, the tribe of Judah gained prominence. Because of David's faith and obedience, God chose Jerusalem and Judah to be the place for the new temple and rejected Ephraim. Well, you might imagine this caused some tension between the two tribes. Well, this psalm may have been written because of that tension in order to demonstrate once again why God chose Judah. God works through those who are faithful to him. Psalm 78, verses 1 through 31, the Psalm of Asaph. O my people, listen to my instructions. Open your ears to what I am saying. For I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past. Stories we have heard and known. Stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord about His power and His mighty wonders. For He issued His laws to Jacob. He gave His instructions to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children, so the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born. And they in turn will teach their own children, so each generation should set its hope anew on God, not forgetting His glorious miracles and obeying His commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. The warriors of Ephraim, though armed with bows, turned their backs and fled on the day of battle. They did not keep God's covenant and refused to live by His instructions. They forgot what He had done, the great wonders He had shown them, the miracles He did for their ancestors on the plain of Zoan in the land of Egypt for he divided the sea and led them through, making the water stand up like walls. In the daytime he led them by a cloud, and all night by a pillar of fire. He split open the rocks in the wilderness to give them water, as from a gushing spring. He made streams pour from the rock, making the waters flow down like a river. Yet they kept on sinning against him, rebelling against the Most High in the desert. They stubbornly tested God in their hearts, demanding the foods they craved. They even spoke against God Himself, saying, God can't give us food in the wilderness. Yes, He can strike a rock so water gushes out, but He can't give His people bread and meat. When the Lord heard them, He was furious. The fire of His wrath burned against Jacob. Yes, His anger rose against Israel, for they did not believe God or trust Him to care for them. But he commanded the skies to open. He opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna for them to eat. He gave them bread from heaven. They ate the food of angels. God gave them all they could hold. He released the east wind in the heavens, and guided the south wind by his mighty power. He rained down meat as thick as dust, birds as plentiful as the sand on the seashore. He caused the birds to fall within their camp. And all around their tents, the people ate their fill. He gave them what they craved. But before they satisfied their craving, while the meat was yet in their mouths, the anger of God rose against them, and He killed their strongest men. He struck down the finest of Israel's young men. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 26 An honest answer is like a kiss of friendship.
0: Church singers and the teachers To string the perfect words together But every single time I have to say goodbye I wonder will this be the last time I can call myself your friend and walk away When we love, we earn the right to speak the truth When we speak truth, we show the world we're true Holding out my hair, I'll lay it all on the line now, to see God save my friend. Let my life and my words be the proof. I'm gonna love you with the truth <laughs> To ride with Him, it's not about religion I'm earning God's forgiveness with magic prayers and you. behavior It's all about your heart When we love We earn the right to speak the truth When we
2: Today's in touch devotion.
3: Today's scripture reading begins in verse one of Psalm sixty three. O God, you are my God, I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Thus I have seen you in the sanctuary, to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul is satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth offers praises with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. For you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me.
2: Communicating with God is always a blessing. The believer who spends time alone with his Heavenly Father can expect rich rewards. For example, King David's Psalms often speak of the stillness of soul and renewed energy that he experienced from spending time with God. Our spirit becomes quiet in prayer so that worry and frustration are soothed away. As the Lord refreshes us inwardly, we can feel the tension seeping out of our muscles. Not even a poet like David can explain how it happens, but the result of our worship is divine energy surging through these human bodies. Our emotions are renewed as well. Dr. Stanley says that after he preaches on a Sunday morning, he's quite tired. He says, The perfect remedy is to sit down with the open word and ask the Lord for a fresh sense of His presence and love. He answers every time. Those divine responses, as well as little nudges from the Holy Spirit, serve to strengthen our faith. In spite of the great rewards that result from spending time in God's presence, many Christians avoid it, especially when they're trying to ignore sin in their life. But He is determined to purify our hearts so we can be transformed to the image of His Son. If we're afraid of His correction and resist the transformation process, our fellowship with Him will weaken. On the other hand, dealing with anything that interferes with our connection to the Heavenly Father leads to a deepening friendship with Him. Time spent in His presence is always rewarded. I'm feeling so small
0: I'm standing here weeping i I'm coming clean Of the secrets I'm keeping Cause I've caused so much pain To the ones I love the most And I'm falling apart As I carry my heart I held just weighed down my soul, and there's nothing left inside.
4: this is sean price from third phase i just want to start by uh, thanking god my savior and the refuge ministries for the transformation that has started taking place in my life since i've come to the refuge god has made tremendous restoration with my family and with my beautiful daughter i have a relationship with them now trusting relationship and a loving relationship that I didn't have before. And also I want to thank the refuge for all the wonderful men that he's placed in my life. I have friendships that I never had before, real genuine friendships and a brotherhood here that you can't find anywhere else. Also want to thank God for the calmness that he's put in my life. The relationship that I have with him has grown immensely since I've been here and I have a faith and a trust in him like I didn't have before and I'm excited for what's going to happen in my life and I just want to encourage all my brothers in first and second phase to just stick it out. Continue to have faith and trust in the Lord and He will restore all the broken things that you have in your life. God bless you and have a wonderful
0: day. been released. Oh, Christ has sent me
5: Lisa Hardy from Lebanon, Tennessee, who's an owner and manager, said, John, on Minute with Maxwell, would you talk about the word frustration? Well, Lisa, I don't know if I have to talk about that word because I can promise you everybody that today is seeing Minute with Maxwell could basically raise the right hand and say, I have a testimonial on frustration because life is difficult. Life is frustrating. Well, that's part for all of us. What separates people that are successful from people that are not is they don't allow their frustration to frustrate them to the level that causes them to be ineffective. There's a verse that I use sometimes just kind of to myself when I'm going through a very difficult, frustrating time. And that little phrase is, this too shall pass. And it just helps me to understand that every day you've got your sticky parts and points and that's part of life and that's okay. Because every day, it gives us a chance to kind of bounce back, come back, put our shoulders back, and kind of move forward. Frustration happens to you, happens to me. The separation in frustration is how we handle it.
6: I want to live for you
0: For you alone I want to live
6: When I see your face I would do anything to know you But you gave everything You gave all your heart you
0: give.
7: Thanks for listening. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for the next edition of Transformation Radio.